welcome back, fellow Geek. Episode 114. Uh, yeah, there you go. Those numbers. We're going to jump right in to uh, say thank you for all the uh, amazing Amazon support that you've been giving us. And continue to do so by uh, going to AroundTheGeek.com and uh, clicking on that Amazon link. Uh, <laughs> helps me, Terrell, and your boy Eric here stay out the gutters. Um we're gonna and jump our in. IT support Warren. Oh yeah, Warren, 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 because you know he's rich already. Yeah, IT, <laughs> IT support of the group. You don't see him, but you know he's there. Yeah, it's just like uh Patrick Swayze and Ghost. <laughs> so, <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Uh, uh except I'm not trying to molest my my alive wife as a ghost. Um if that makes any sense. Um that seemed more consensual from what I remember. <laughs> Was it consensual? Let's watch it again. I don't know. Uh, that, that, that pottery scene was real, seemed real consensual to me. The Whoopi Goldberg stuff might have been consensual, but I don't know about the pottery scene. It's just like, what's going on? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 114. Back. Uh, we are preparing to go to Otakon for the 50th time next week. Um we were invited back again as press, and we have some new interviews um, that we're going to be doing and going over. We're going to talk about the new move to D.C. as we talked about in a previous Otacon episode. So they're moving to D.C. is more space because Baltimore sucks. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we are going to jump right into a um, couple things. Um, we actually missed the opportunity to talk about San Diego Comic Con. Not really going to go into super in depth detail about that. Um, also, had um, Oda, um, shoot, not Otacon. Um, Evo 2017. Uh, get into that for like five or ten minutes, and then we're going to talk about our, um, our our road to Viridian City, which is uh, yeah, which is uh, Otacon. Uh, <laughs> I just, you said that the only thing that popped in my head was the song. I'm on the road to Viridian City. I'm on the road yeah. to Viridian City. Was that an opening or spoke. ending? It was, it was neat. It was just a bonus song at the NBA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, That's something these young folk don't know nothing about. I wish they did, though. Um, mm-hmm. you, still remember, you still remember the, the Pokemon rap? Of course. I only remember, like, one part of it. Um, as you know if you listened to the show before we're going to get into a summary of our week I guess um, which is called I Watched and Played kind of go through what we've done Um, at this point too if you listen to this we should already have two reviews posted for Spider-Man Homecoming in uh, Valerian which me and Eric go over and that's going to be separate from the the podcast you can go to the website or um, it should be in the feed as well um like we said, it's a t- it's a st- we still trying to work out a title. Work, so working yeah, at that uh, that title. Yeah. Sometimes was, you need a couple of trial and errors to find to find the right one. Yeah, I was writing down some names. Uh, so yeah, let me start off with the Washington Plate. Um, what did I do? I played Dragon Ball Xenoverse two. Uh, Fathers I got was the Ginyu Four stuff. Um, they make it. I guess the same. I mean, it's the same game. It's the first one. I mean, they add a couple extra things to it. Um, How dare you? I I don't hate the game. I, I mean, I like it. It's just 
I wish I could do more. <laughs> just wish I wasn't so limited with my move set. Because um, I, mean, like, I can, oh, yeah, true. I can, like, I can, I can put options. on. I mean, I have like what four move options. Um, I can do like two beam, like two um, car moves or whatever, and then you know at least two like uh, melee type moves. And then of course you have like the awakenings now, which are the the transformations. Um, and then like two ultimate attacks, which you know you can only hold two at a time, and you learn them from like the teachers and stuff like that. Um, if you can find them on the map, because I'm like, man, where's Goku? Where's you no? Know, I found Vegeta. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't, I want to. I mean, do you can you do the spirit bomb on that game? Pretty sure you can. Yeah. So you haven't done it. You beat it. And you haven't done it. That's crazy. I thought you would have. The move takes too long to charge up. Oh hmm. man, it's a powerful move. It takes far too long to charge up in battle. Like your whole Kai key bar. It. Is it Kai or key? Is it Kai or key? key. It's key. key. Okay, or I feel like I'm saying it wrong. But, like chai, like chai leaves. But it, it takes far too long to charge up, and if you <laughs> miss, then it's just uh, then you're just pissed off. So oh. I don't waste my time with it. Oh uh, yeah, you got a valid point there. So yeah, that Dragon Ball Xenoverse is definitely worth the the play if you haven't had the opportunity to. It's also um, being re-released for the Switch. I think um, coming up this month or next month in September uh, for people that want to play that on the Switch for some reason. I, if that's your only console, I, I don't see no reason why you why you shouldn't, but it is mainly a online game. Um, it's not. Is it on, it's mainly online? No, majority of the aspect of the stuff is online. Um, um, I, did, I, I did get the opportunity to play uh, Splatoon 2. Uh, which is on the Nintendo Switch, uh, one of the first-party titles from Nintendo. Um, but having we've been having a ball with that. I've taken a break from that, but um, <laughs> we've been having a ball with it. Me, Warren, my uncle, my cousin, like everybody that I know um, that has a Switch has been playing freaking Splatoon. You, you wouldn't think that this game that is like initially designed for kids would be would be this fun. Seriously? Yeah. Um, I would. I'm not surprised. Nintendo is <laughs> known for this. This is not outside their realm at all. Oh, so I'm the one that looks stupid out here. Um, well, I mean, you're the one who said it. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm still shocked that um, you know you still can't, you still can't get a Switch. I mean, at this point, the the Switch is more than outsold the Wii U. It's outsold the Nintendo Wii, and it's only been like three okay. or four months. To be fair, it doesn't take much to outsell the Wii U. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it, that system could have did a lot better. I feel like they had a really good, um, a really good premise for the system, like really good, like maybe it did, but it was it was a poor concept, and you can tell that that the Switch is what the Wii U should have been. True, true. Um, I feel like the Wii U could have did better if the release with the release windows were better um they didn't have any games let's be they, real they, they did not have games they had they, they had games like at the end of it but you know what i'm saying they had bayonetta 2 donkey kong country tropical freeze they had uh mario it 3D doesn't World. matter it doesn't count if it's not out when it needs to be out but that's what i'm you saying can't come like, out the end of a life the, sy- like, the system oh, yeah, came out finally- the system like, came out too late like, man 2012 System came, yeah, system came out like 2011, 2012, yeah. 
And I mean, like I said, it, it was cool for what it was, man. I'm not, I'm not going to complain, you know. But one thing I can say is that the the freaking virtual console was up and ready. Uh, it was no, it wasn't. I'm lying. <laughs> but it had a virtual console on there that consisted of Game Boy Advance, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64. Pretty I, much. I don't think the virtual console was that big a deal with the release of the Switch. I think that it is, and that was one of the things that that they promised would be available when that came out. I think that that's that's definitely something that should have been um, should have been ready. Day I'm one. sorry. Do you do you have do you not know what year it is? 2017. Exactly. When do companies ever ever have something ready at launch time? Launch time. <laughs> they don't. That's, that's valid. They, it, but, uh, to, but to expect them to do that is is silly. Like I would like so, I don't believe half these, half these companies say he, like they say my... Heart Three is supposed to be released in 2018 next year. Like okay, what part of 2018? Cause I guarantee it's gonna say December or some winter. Like y'all suck. Well, well, here's my theory on that. You know that they're releasing the the Super Nintendo the Super Nintendo Classic um, after they mm-hmm. went out their way to discontinue the Nintendo Classic that nobody was able to get apparently. Maybe a handful of people, and maybe like the people that and the people that scalp them, that buy them like fifty at a time, and then try to resell them for six hundred dollars. So they're releasing the Super Nintendo Classic, and I think that Nintendo is holding off on the virtual console stuff because they want people to buy the Super Nintendo Classic, which is seventy nine ninety nine. Now my whole thing is, if you basically you're just playing an emulator, right? Like you're just yeah. you're just playing a repackaged emulator. If if you have these games ready, why not just take that eighty dollars and just sell it as a bundle for your Nintendo Switch or something like that, or have that ready to go? But now I get it, you know, nostalgia's nostalgia's killing it out here. Nostalgia's killing it in, in movies, TV, everything. You know, everything is a remake of a remake, and now we're getting the Super Nintendo Classic, which I wouldn't be surprised if I buy because it's actually. But the whole thing is Nintendo. Nintendo just put out a. Um, um, I think the other day saying we promise you pre-orders are going to be up this month. We're going to have plenty in stock as the uh, as the months come around. Yada yada yada. You guys are fucking liars. <laughs> you guys are liars. You said that with the Nintendo Classic, and you said that with the Amiibos, and look where we are now. People still scalping. You know what that does? What's that? Increased demand. Increases demand. Well, guess what? That demand is never going to be met, so it doesn't even matter. Then that means they already make a profit. Look, let me ask you something. Did you did you grow up on Nintendo? Was Nintendo like your system of choice when you, when you, when you came up? I remember a Super Nintendo. See when you came. See when you came around, Super Nintendo was a thing. You didn't have the the, the first Nintendo. I remember playing it. it. It that was a very young part of my childhood. I was like five. So it was okay. like bits. I remember holding controllers. I remember putting games in the consoles. I remember Nintendo. I remember the Super Nintendo. Do you think you know, that? Do you think I, I already know the answer to this question? But do you do you see yourself as being one of those people to to buy the Super Nintendo Classic? No, no. You you think your eighty dollars can be spent elsewhere, right? Wait, eighty dollars? It's seventy nine ninety nine. Dude, I could just. Um, we're, we we we're all techies. know everybody at this point in 2017 knows the alternative option. You can just hop on your computer and get it for free with like 1500 games and just get a and just get a controller to hook to your PC. 
Yeah, I mean, we're young. Like, that's mostly for the older people. People in no, the a lot of people of our age are the ones buying it, though. That's the crazy thing. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a couple games on there that you might want to play with the fam. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe this comes with two controllers. Probably not because it's Nintendo. Um, <laughs> but they're also releasing the unreleased uh, Star Fox 2 on the Super Nintendo Classic. So... I don't know how I got from Splatoon right. to the Super Nintendo Classic, but my whole my whole point was that instead of buying the Super Nintendo Classic, I feel like they should have this this stuff ready because I mean, like I said, you know I own a Switch. Me, Warren has a Switch now. You know the guy said he was not going to buy it, and to, no, hold up, let me let me reverse that. He said he wasn't going to buy it day one. I apologize, Warren. Don't don't get bent out of shape. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we both have a Switch, and I and me personally, when I get on that when I get on the store. There's nothing for me to buy. I'm very cautious about buying anything digital right now because Nintendo still hasn't proven to me that they um, are trying to implement a system like um, an account system how Xbox or PlayStation has where it's connected to my email or something. So if I if I download these $60 games, I'm not going to be able to get them back. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't... I mean, I don't... It's Nintendo, so... Yeah, you see... They, you see... They're probably... And you see how they you was can carrying tell what it. Their priorities are. You see how they was carrying it for the 3ds. Like back when I was working at when I was working at GameStop, man. When people, when people bought 3ds's and they bought bad games on that digital, Nintendo was like, "It's just nothing we can do for you." Like, if you if you happen to remember like what your account information stuff was, they they either did or they didn't give you your stuff back. Like you had if you didn't transfer it to a new system, especially when they released those when they released those new 3ds's, you were screwed. So I, after that, I just been like real cautious. Same thing with the um, with the Wii U, man. Like you couldn't uh, you couldn't have like two what something you couldn't have like two Nintendo accounts. No, you can't have multiple devices with the same account on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like this is ridiculous. But Splatoon two is good, man. I might play something tonight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like I was saying, Nintendo has the priority. They always have their priorities. Like the virtual console isn't a big deal right now to them because they got all these games coming out, which is are you, good. Are you kidding me? Because they need. Are you serious, dude? They, you're yeah. right. You're right. They, they, you, they, they, this is this is this is a. Peri- you know, this is a peripheral. I've had this, this issue is a, for years. This is this is attack. This is a peripheral purchase, like a, a connect to something else. Like this is not big. This is not. Is they're gonna make money off of this, but it's not their main priority. They. They already. This yeah. this is the first time in the last couple of years that Nintendo has had a strong lineup of games coming up, man. Like this is the first time where people have been like, "Man, I want to get a Switch because of this game or because of this." You know what I'm saying? You they already gave you Breath of the Wild off the break. You know you getting Xenoblade Two. You know you getting um, a bunch of um, new first party titles, including um, Mario, which Mario comes Rabbids. out Mario Rabbits and the new Mario Odyssey, which comes out this year. Like how many like Mario Rabbids got had me sold like yeah. that I've seen like I was watching somebody play that little for a little more today that had me sold like it, I it I'd looks get good for that it looks good and they and they're bring and they're bringing back our um, Pokemon tournament which we already knew was gonna happen it's it's no better system especially a system that's mobile like that to to have that on like I feel like the um, Pokemon tournament was always meant to be on the Switch like a lot of the a lot of the games that were coming out. Were, were held in production um, on the Wii U to go to the Switch. Even Mario Kart 8. Yeah. 
Mario, yo, the the sales, the sales alone on these games are ridiculous. Like people, yeah. like they've they and mm-hmm. not even two or three months, they've sold millions of copies for Mario Kart Eight, um, Zelda, Arms, like <clears throat> just like I just, said, Nintendo is not focused on the virtual console right now. That'll be further. They'll get that up and running sometime, like either end of this year or sometime next year no. after all this is situated. Yeah. And they they got a strong. They supposed to be having another Nintendo Direct to announce the the, the third party stuff that's coming out. Notice like we, we you see third you see maybe like one or two third third party games on the shelf, um, but they haven't like come out strong with all the stuff that's supposed to be coming out. So I'm saying that it's freaking Capcom is like trying to make more games because apparently people bought that forty dollar copy of Street Fighter Two. I didn't, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like I said, man, like they they they're coming out. They're supposedly coming out with the Nintendo sixty four classic. See, I I I'm, I, I, can, I don't really like living in the past all too much. So mm. that's how you that's how you that's how you uh, that's how you develop the future by taking a look into the past. Um, I, I said all too much. I just said I don't. I just said I'm looking into it all too the, much. The switch, the switch originally was supposed to be this combination of everything in one right um you know they they right off the break they was like uh we're gonna give you every you're gonna be able to play everything on the switch has not happened yet but i'm waiting uh (laughs) so let's 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 see when that happens so like i said splatoon 2 is good moving forward nintendo you suck but i keep buying stuff um (sighs) got a chance to rewatch uh one piece film gold um, on Blu-ray, um, me one Eric seen that a while back. It's a great movie, man. Um, Oda Oda really made this a good movie. I don't know if we talked about it before. Um, it's a good it's a good heist movie. It's a really good heist movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't think uh, now you see me because it doesn't involve magic at all. Right <laughs> um, now you see me though. Yeah. You notice they start to do like a like kind of like a pattern in these movies. Like one of the cat, one of the the members of the crew gets captured, and somehow, some way, they got to get him back. And then, of course, mm-hmm. Luffy always like mm-hmm. fights like the main boss. I'm just saying, it's still been like the last couple movies. Um, it's normally always Sanji that gets caught. because uh, you know Sanji and uh, Zoro. Both I'm sorry, Nami. not Sanji Zoro. Nami. Sanji, Sanji never gets caught. Nami. Nami. Nami Rock. Yeah, Chopper. Sanji uh, Zoro. It's most it's the, like the main two are, are Nami and Zoro. They're like yeah. the main two who always I, get caught. They really need to get away from Sanji, that though. Like stop creating the whole damsel in distress thing with Nami. I mean they haven't really done it all too often, but they don't need to keep doing it. Like I don't I don't know if you know She's not way. much of a damsel anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. After the, the because she was like the two years the, the after time two year gap, yeah. But she's still not like it's. I mean, she's like the. I don't want to say the smart one because Robin is the smartest one in the group, obviously. <laughs> and she's like and, the second smartest. No, I'm definitely gonna say. Uh, I if if you had to rank it, I would say Robin, Robin, Usopp, Chopper, and Nami. Oh. Just based on skills and stuff like that. Um. 
but yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's a good movie. If you haven't watched uh, One Piece Film Gold, I definitely recommend it. They have a follow-up film that they released. It's like a TV movie called um, Heart of Gold. It's okay. I thought that was a prequel. <laughs> it's it's not a it's not really a prequel. It leads it leads from like the series to to that, and then like it's supposed like yeah, because some of the characters from Film Gold appear, and I don't know how to describe it. It's two hours. It's okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I picked up uh, Batman: Mask of the Fats has them on Blu-ray. Um, after watching that, I noticed that it wasn't really canon. <laughs> like it, I don't know if it is or it isn't because they kind of give the illusion that the Joker, the Joker dies at the end of the movie. So did we talk about this last week? No, I didn't talk to you about it last week because I didn't talk to you last week. I swore this was a conversation we've had. No, never had that with you. Hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. The um, Warner Brothers just re-released it on Blu-ray, like fifteen dollars, I think. Um, first time on Blu-ray. Everything else is on on Blu-ray at this point. Definitely pick it up. Ninety-three. Uh, your boy Kevin Conroy at his best. And Mark Hamill. Funny. Um, <laughs> I started watching Insecure on HBO. Oh my gosh! You have a long list. Yeah, I watched uh, Insecure. <laughs> so I watched. Have you have you watched it? Nope. Great show. Really make you hate the main character because she's a hoe. I want to say she's a hoe. She's cheated on her boyfriend. Um, and of course, you know, I watched uh, Game of Thrones, um, which has been phenomenal every episode. But I don't think this. I don't think this is one of those seasons so far. Like I'm like, man, every episode has been really good. <laughs> really, yeah, it really has. Like haven't had that filler feel like they've they've done in the past. Like mm, this is clearly filler. Um, but yeah, it was freaking good. That was good, and that uh that ends my list. That ends my list there. You see Rick and Morty? Oh, I thought I wrote that down. Yes, yes, yes. Rick and Morty. Well, you go ahead and bring it up, and then I'll kind of jump into. It. Well, you can it up because I don't really have anything to talk about. I was gonna talk about something entirely different. Spilled my water. Um, yeah, Rick and Morty was awesome. I went back and um, rewatched the first episode of the third season, and mm-hmm. apparently the uh, creator, the McDonald's, actually shipped him a uh, an actual thing of Szechuan sauce. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious, man, because I mean, I was alive. I don't remember the sauce though. <laughs> I don't remember the sauce. Like, well, I, I remember the Batman came out with like three. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't three. The movie came out ninety eight. Did it? Yeah, movie Mulan came out ninety eight. Oh wow! So I was like eight or nine. At I don't the remember time. that sauce either. So yeah, I don't, I don't remember the sauce, but I do remember the Batman Forever cups and the and all the other stuff that McDonald's did. Oh, was that Burger King? No, that was bat. That was McDonald's. They did the Batman stuff. Burger King did Pokemon with the gold, the gold plated cards, and the Pokeball. Which I don't think anybody has anymore to this day, um, <laughs> but yeah, Rick and Morty was awesome. Second season was um, was awesome. Um, I'm liking that they they're keeping this show canon. Like each episode is is canon. Like we're following this through the the eyes of I guess Rick and not yep. or Rick and Morty in particular because um, mm-hmm. they make multiple references to them not being their original not them not being their original parents and not their original earth yada 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 um 
but like I said, they're they're keeping the show canon. Like the so they kind of one episode kind of follows the next. Like so, whatever happened last season matters. It's not like The Simpsons where you know it's like twenty five Christmases in past and you like nobody ages. But this is this is a show where they actually keep track uh, of what's going on, which I think is pretty cool. It so, is. This show, this it's, the season's pretty good so far. People can shut the hell up about it. Uh, and hope that they have season four on time. So <laughs> once once this is over, um, did you did you have something that you wanted to get? Oh no, I just I really enjoyed Rick and Morty. I was I was so happy that it finally came back. I was praising it, and I really enjoyed that that whole episode. Um, can't wait that for next whole, week. Uh, Thunderdome reference they made. They was like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> that was funny. Thunderdome. Um, Mad Max references, yeah. And written uh, Morty and his uh, his hand was was the highlight for me. <laughs> his dad was the highlight for me. It's like you suck or whatever. <laughs> it's <a> loser. It's <laughs> like, huh? I wonder if they're gonna um, they're gonna reference that like later on in the show, like tell you what that was or who that was. Oh, that'd be awesome. We'll see. We got like nine episodes left. Phoenix person. <laughs> that's the that's gonna I be funny. we agreed on a different name whatever um well if you didn't have anything else i guess i'll just talk about this real quick uh oh, no i do have some it wasn't that okay oh, I, I have some i want some talk about this for like a couple of weeks now so i was scrolling through the webs one early one morning and ran across this article titled we're losing a whole generation of young men to video games well, thanks for keeping I was, up. <laughs> I was reading this article, being a fellow gamer myself. He goes about how back in the 90s, he played a game of Civilization. I've never played Civilization. And I haven't either, but I understand the concept of those type of games. Like, to me, it's like similar to... I would compare it to Rollercoaster Tycoon, because that's what... Oh, I love Rollercoaster Tycoon. So, <laughs> so he was talking about how like he... Was, he, he um. He was playing it one night. Next thing he knew, it was seven in the morning. And then proceeds to say how games today are how um, men aged twenty-one to thirty worked twelve percent fewer hours in twenty fifteen than in two thousand because they want to work to because they want to play video games. I feel you. I'm, why, I'm sitting why here. Why not, re- man? Freaking uh, Overwatch is offering people like fifty thousand dollars salaries to play that all day. <laughs> Shoot. My art, like I'm, I'm sitting here reading this argument, and it's like they're, um, it's like those working hours were largely replaced by gamings, and is it if fully thirty five percent of young men now live with their parents or other close relatives, uh, is up from twenty three percent in two thousand. I'm like, where's this dude getting his facts from? Like the cost of living is not the same like it was back then, like for uh for uh, like how our parents were, um. You know, I don't. I highly doubt. Like, like just like with anything, I'm sure there are a couple of people that would rather play video games over working. But I feel mm-hmm. like most people, it's like between like me, you, and Warren, who are all I would consider active gamers. We're not gonna put gaming above work. Like we have, we have we make sure our bills are paid first. Two of us actually live with our parents, and. You know, it don't seem to it don't it doesn't bother anybody. I feel like he's really this this guy is really trying to make an invalid point 
Um, about how gaming is ruining people's lives now. I don't. I don't want to say that it, it. I don't want to say it's gaming, but I do think people have a certain level of comfortability that they need to get out of. Um, and I. And I don't want to say because a lot of people our age are staying home a lot longer, or you know they're coming back. Um, and, you know sometimes people just people just go through that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to. I don't want to say that video games are the reason why people are, are doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's. <laughs> I mean, look at the unemployment rate. The unemployment rate is different because a lot was like it's harder to get jobs nowadays than it was back, especially for our for us. It's, yeah. it's just not easy getting a job. Like I'm still struggling. I, I've been looking for months. It depends on um, the. It depends on like what you what you're looking for. I mean, because apparently you can eat, apparently you could be overqualified to fry to to put fries in a fryer. Uh, you can. <laughs> like, how are you gonna tell me that I'm overqualified to make money, sir? Um. So I mean it's it's tough. That's that's real too. And then he was just talking about like, oh, you know, we're gonna spend like our generation is gonna spend our twenties playing video games and not picking a career. I was just like But you could turn you, you could turn video games into a career. That's the funny part. You can. <laughs> you can. I don't think it's like I yeah, it, it is a way, but it's like that's like it's no different than saying um People who try who try to get in the NFL and NBA and the NHL and MLB and make that a career path. I mean, it's just there's different ways to make money for everybody. I mean, but, it's, um, people, it's people that come out of come out of those uh, those sports and they they legitimately get degrees and get like business degrees and, and wind up doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was, I was just like I was just blown away by this article. I, I couldn't believe that somebody um really made this. He, he, then he says, like, towards the end, his happiness is not to be confused with fleeting pleasures delivered by artificial drug-like stimulants. Satisfaction is closely linked to the feelings of productivity we derive from doing jobs well and the security of enduring uh, close relationships, especially marriage. And my philosophy on video games personally is it's just a way to re- so it's a way to relax and wind down after a long work day. I like to play a lot of RPGs, or uh, for those that don't know, role playing games. And to me, that's the equivalent to reading a book, like it's an interactive book. It's like oh, it's not the same as a book. It's like if you look if you look at how much I read to play these RPGs, you would say differently. You like, know what you have I, to, and that's and you know what I'm saying like just with. You know, playing a video game, it is it is kind of like a job because I mean that's a dedicated amount of time that you gotta put towards that. That's why I'm like, you know, when you play Persona, Persona feels like a a real life interpretation of like what's going on, man. You get home after school, you got limited options of how you're gonna spend the rest of your day, right? Like you're mm-hmm. gonna go hang out with your friend for a little minute, and you're gonna play a video game, and that's your night. You know what I'm saying? Or you're gonna go do this or that, and that's the rest of your day. Or you you know, you can come home and jump into the dungeon and then come back because apparently Tom doesn't function the same way it does in real life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think that's just that's still a really good example. But, like, for them to say that video games are, are doing this to people is a complete, complete bull. Like, <laughs> I, I, I definitely can't agree with that nonsense. I, I couldn't either. I wanted to talk about this. Like this article came out on like July eighth, 
Yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this for a long. It's definitely uh, other things that I that I do, and definitely like like you were saying, we do we do prioritize things over over that. You know what I'm saying? But there are people that only have that only have that. You know what I'm saying? So this is that's what I they mean, but do. That, like, but this article is the like to me like everybody has that. I like, usually got some people who literally live at the gym all day, that, and that's, and that's what I'm at, saying. But you, but you see, you see the, work. you see the time, the time those 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 hobbies or those activities take up. You know what I'm saying? Like you go to the gym, that's not no thirty minute session, and let me go home. No, you go, you in there for about two or three hours. But you know what I'm saying, and then you nah, have to, and then you have to keep it a a steady schedule. Almost, you know, I go for about an hour, and that is the only time I spend longer than an hour at the gym is if I'm playing basketball. But that's the same. But that's the thing too. Do you even you know what your limit is? You know, when you start off going to the gym, you know, you know how yeah. long you, you know, and then is 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 that is that hour being spent a hundred percent exercising, or you just like you know you exercise for twenty minutes, break for ten, another twenty minutes, ten, and then you out. You know what I'm saying? Like so. You know, it, like I said, it, it depends. Like, like this article is, to me, I don't, I don't agree with it, but it shows the extreme side of gaming. To people who have uh, addictive personalities, this stuff can happen. This stuff has happened. This stuff will happen to uh, to, to certain people. It's, but like with, like you say with Persona, it's all about balancing. Yeah. Like if I'm not doing anything right now, like. But on top, but on top of that, like gaming has evolved to a state now to where it's a whole lot easier to put it down than it was ten years ago. You have you, you have your uh, systems now where you can kind of like have like with the places you can like have turn it off, but your game never your game doesn't stop playing. You don't have to look for a save point anymore because you, every is like it auto saves all the time. That's true. Like very few times, very very few games have that problem where you have where you have to worry about auto it, where you can't auto save. But even still, you can just put it in rest mode, and there you go. You, there's your pause for the moment. Just hope your electricity doesn't cut out. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's gotten a lot easier. It's like technology has made it so much easier to even keep in contact with people. Oh oh crap! I knew I was gonna pull this thing out of my charger. Um, like you could like oh somebody hit me up on my somebody hit me with my phone I'm playing a game oh, all right it's time to go. It's happened to me a few times okay. where I've put it in sleep mode and I've come back home and the power's off and I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, um, so yeah, like while this article does make val, it, I'm not gonna lie, it does it, it makes val- some valid points, but this is the extreme side of gaming. If like because he's comparing it to heroin. Like he he compares it to heroin addicts. I wouldn't take it that far. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they're called uh, gamer zombies. No, nah, see, man, I I can't sit down that long and, and play anything like that. Um, I mean, I've I done, I've, I've, <laughs> I've done I've done it, but it has to be like something. I mean, not even Persona keeps me. I mean, I might have played Persona for like maybe six six or seven hours straight. Before I'm like, man, I gotta get up and do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I understand. Like, even I, I can't sit around and play a video game for hours and hours and hours on end. I mean, I can. I can. If I, but at the same time, I know I gotta work. I gotta go to sleep. You know, I'll do, you know, whatever. But. I'll go to sleep. Yeah. Like, you got me <laughs> to like midnight. Like, mid, after like midnight, that story has to, I have to be near the end. 
and really trying to go through it to try and hurt me. Because there have been a few times where, like, Danganronpa was an example. where I, I was trying to do something on a Saturday morning, and I literally pushed it off until I could beat that game. Ended yeah. up missing the event I was trying to go to, but I was like, all right, whatever. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, but while we are going to that, just want to, like I said, I just wanted to quickly talk about um, some of the stuff that was popping off at San Diego um, real quick. Um, one being the, they showed the new Justice League trailer um, at San Diego Comic-Con. Um I didn't really get a chance to talk to you about it. I'm not sure if you if you have any level of hype in your body for that movie whatsoever. Movie again? Justice League. Justice League. Justice League. Yep. Um. Um. I'm. I. I. Wonder Woman set the bar pretty high for me. So did it. I. Wonder Woman was a fantastic movie. I didn't hate it. I just <laughs> just wasn't as excited right. as everybody else was. <laughs> like what? Did you snot? Did you watch the movie? I did. I watched it all the way through. I just like I that was one of the best DC movies they made. Nah, I, I definitely like Man of Steel way better than that. What? Yeah, <laughs> I like way. I like Man of Steel way better than that movie. And and that's what? but but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like I said, I didn't I didn't hate it. I definitely liked the movie, and I would definitely watch it again. But I'm just trying to say, like you know, with the three movies they've done so far, three movies. Do you do you really think we're ready to see? I'm sorry, I apologize. Four movies. Do you think we're really ready to see a, a Justice League? Like, do you do you think the hype is is there? Like, is is building enough enough momentum as uh, you know Marvel did with their Avengers set? Honestly, I don't think Cyborg should be in it yet. Uh, Cyborg, yo, he seemed real dry. <laughs> he seemed real I, dry. I never thought Cyborg should be. I, I, I'd have preferred to do the Martian Manhunter over Cyborg. Yeah, anybody else, man. I would have, I would have wished. And they're, and they're, but they're taking the, you know, because you know, Cyborg is on the Justice League in the New Fifty Two, um, in the New Fifty New Fifty Two run. I would have wished they would have just left that to the side. They could have did a Titans movie or something, or yeah. Or even bring in yeah. freaking um, Billy Batson or something, man. Have Shazam come up in there, or that one, yeah. Like those would have been like that. Those would have been fine, but but they, you know, they, like Cyborg, eh? They're talking about just, doing the the Shazam movie and stuff like that. So I guess that's why they didn't use him. But damn, Cyborg. <laughs> and then apparently they're not even using Darkseid. They're using Steppenwolf. So Flash oh. looks funny though. He does. Flash, Fla- Flash looks like Flash. I think Flash and Aquaman are going to be the show stealers in that movie. Like, I think gonna... more Aquaman than anybody. You think so? Yeah, Jason Momoa. Like people are all. You over think he that. got something to prove? No. <laughs> yeah, you, um, you don't got it. You don't have to prove anything. Yeah, looks like He's said, Jason Momoa. I don't know. Supposedly rumors that Ben Affleck is quitting as Batman. Well, I guess. I heard. I heard. I heard differently. But um, right, we're gonna find out. Um. Yep. Somebody, I don't know why they thought they wouldn't um, leak the uh, trailer for Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, that was gonna happen. Did yeah. watch it, but I, I didn't hear Iron Man got his butt beat. Yeah, yeah. They, they. I, I watched it, and I wish I didn't watch it because the quality was so terrible. I was like, Jesus, you can't even, you can't even hide a camera and a hat, 
and do it and get a good record. <laughs> um, but that was pretty good. Um, if you haven't seen it, they really haven't. They Spider Man, everybody's in it. They just do like one shots of like every character that's going to be in the movie. Uh, so far, um, Thor of course looks freaking good. Um, if you have, don't forget that that comes out in November. Gonna um, watch that one. I think it'll be good. Yeah, this is the Pride Act. I mean, I like. I like I like the other ones, but this one looks like this one is actually gonna be really good. Like, well, they really found their uh, like, niche. Like, door. is the same people that did Guardians doing this? No, I don't think so. No, because it has like them. it looks it looks actually like a sci-fi movie. If that makes any sense. Look, no, eighties. Uh, <laughs> like that thing screams eighties vibes. I'm gonna call it. So like it just seems I don't know. It, it looks like Asgard. 80s. If that makes sense, it, it looks like, like I don't know. It looks like it's gonna be fun. Jane's not gonna be in it, so this, this should be a better movie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we had a couple of those and a couple of a couple of other things that you know they were dropping. And uh, of course, Kingsman, as you know, is coming out uh, this year. Um, if you haven't seen that, too bad. Still trying to figure out how one of the characters came back to life. I guess they'll explain it. Um, yep. Prior to Big Macs, um, and that was all I wanted. I really want to talk about with San Diego, but real quickly on the topic of Evo, um, the and in particular to Street Fighter Five, um, they had the U.S. champion, which was a black dude named Punk, going all the way to the grand finals. Now you got to get excited when you see somebody of the same race get all the way to the finals, man. And this kid's 18 years old. Please, the game's only been out like what two a year and a half, two years, eighteen years old man, and gets all the way to the finals and cannot beat this dude man. Like, <laughs> like I watched, I watched the whole three hour top top eight and watched this dude crush everybody else and then get beat by this dude Takuma. I was, I was so hurt. <laughs> I was so hurt. Like, but you know. Seeing him, seeing him go up there, I think it'll it'll definitely uh, expand the the territory for other people to want to come in and do Evo or try to train for Evo. Because you see this this kid, like I said, he's 18 years old, um, make it to the finals. Kind of gives you hope that anybody can do it. My problem, mm-hmm. my problem with Evo is that with those fighting games, that's all you gotta play all year. That's all. That's like your life. You know what I'm saying? You can't play anything else. You can't play anything that's gonna mess up mess up the muscle memory of your hand towards any other game if you wanna get in, if you wanna play Evo for any game. And I'm talking Smash Brothers, Street Fighter, anything. Like, that's all you can play. Oh yeah. Now some people have the the balance to be able to jump back and forth and be able to play multiple games. I can't do that. So <laughs> Yeah. So Evo twenty seventeen, take a look at this on YouTube. Uh as Eric was saying earlier, we're on the uh, road to Otakon City. Me, 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 him, and the uh, and Warren, uh, and that's uh, residential IT guy. Residential IT guy. Uh, uh, so we're gonna be going there. Uh, we have no idea what we're gonna be doing. Uh, we know who we're gonna be interviewing, but uh, and that, that's Dang always it. and that's always scheduled to change. So I don't really want to be like, hey, this is what's about to pop off. Well, no, we could just, uh, well, more or less, we could just, uh, these are the people that we're interested in interviewing. Uh, one is Toshio Furukawa. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, he, do, he, he does uh, 
Ace, which is, you know, Monkey D. Luffy's older brother. And for those though who don't know, he no longer has a job. Uh, so <laughs> Ooh, <that laughs> no, I'm, joking. I'm joking. He's also done he's also the voice of Piccolo. It might really? be all the Jap- yeah, he's also the Japanese version, so like currently? Mm. Now, yeah, I guess he would, because everybody that's I don't think nobody's changed no Japanese yep, cast. Currently. The only person that changed was Goku was Master Roshi. I think his voice actor died. Master Roshi's? I wouldn't even notice. I think so. Yeah, you yeah, there's certain characters you, you kinda can't replace, like Goku and <laughs> this is a Japanese uh voice casting though. So if you ever watched the Japanese uh dub, then you know that's who yeah, you know, I watched uh, them both back to Toshiro's. I don't I just I just do one. <laughs> uh the other one Terrell like wants to do that we all agreed on is like Kyle Herbert. Yes. For those He's uh, it's like Herbert, he does, Herbert, uh, or Herbert. <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> bring, bring your fat ass back. <laughs> <laughs> bring your fat space ass back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for his, some of the stuff that he did was he was in uh, he was Eisen and Bleach. For those back, that played League of Legends, back when Bleach still had a plot. <laughs> uh, for those that play League of Legends, he's Ezreal, uh, Jarvan, and Graves. Nobody played League of Legends, man. A lot of people play League of Legends. Do you? And I, I before I was hit, I was a hipster. I played it before, way before. Oh, I got so you played World of Warcraft? Two thousand nine. Oh, nah, shut up, <laughs> get, get out of here. Um, he also did Kamina in uh, Gurren Lagann. Hmm. Can we say his, like, uh, his voice performance in that was short lived? <laughs> oh, but it was that, epic. That mentions, that mentions too that they also have a uh, tenth anniversary of Gorin Lagan mm-hmm. coming up. Token Tapa. They're going to be. Is, is that the whole top? Is that the whole title? Really? Yep. yep. Token Tapa Gorin Lagan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and you know his the most famous role that he does is a uh, Teen Gohan and the narrator. From Dragon Ball Z. Wait, which team Gohan? Gohan and Orange High School or Gohan Super they don't, Saiyan 2? They don't, <gasps> Excuse me. They don't really uh specify which which No, no. No, that's um I think it would have to be adult the adult team Gohan. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Anything else of note? Uh, move, moving on, the third one is a uh, Vic Mig. Yeah, that's Mignogia. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. I'm had, I feel like I, I feel like I had to get somebody to ask me because I don't want to mess that man's name up in front of him. <laughs> uh, it's like Vic Mignogna. Sounds pretty awesome though. Yeah. Um, it's he. He's a very. He's he like a, the the one that everybody's probably gonna have their eyes on to do an interview on. Hmm. He was Vega Street Fighter 2. The movie? Uh that they don't specify. I'm not I didn't go too far into it. Yo, I, I I swear to you, yo, Japanese people have like the fountain of immortality. The woman that does Goku's voice is 80 years old. <laughs> that woman that woman <laughs> literally does not have to do anything else. But I mean, she's set. Like so that that not to get off topic, but 
I think that's for the reason that I don't think that um, Super is going to be. It might have like another arc after this, but I don't think it's going to go on that much longer. Come on, because the woman's eighty years old. Like, <laughs> dude, you do realize like they have not taken a they they take like small breaks. I mean, because I don't like, know, it's just consistent. I don't know how long it takes to animate, but you get but you gotta think too. She also, she's also she also does the video games and, and everything else that they do on the side too. Not really gonna. Well, yeah, or she does the voice but, of uh, <laughs> But Vic also, he's also he does he does Broly's voice in Dragon Ball Z. Mm. That's such a stark contrast for me. I feel like I feel like, like I feel like they have like two different voices. Note. Mm-hmm. He he does as a Obito and Nagato and Naruto. Really. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be interesting. See, that's why I'm glad you're the question guy. I mean, I'll figure out some questions, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking. I, I just pulled up their um. So for first bio for first in a while, I think they're they're bringing back. I mean, they they I, I honestly couldn't say they're bringing back concerts, like good concerts. <laughs> huh? You never disappeared. I swear I haven't seen them. Like who? You remember who was there last year? I don't remember who was there last. Ah, uh, I don't. I know they were there. I remember because it, it, it was nobody I cared about. That's why I didn't uh, stay. I didn't really look into it very much. Because the only one I was worried about, we were worried about last year was um. Oh my god! I can't, now I can't think of their name, and because we missed them because we left just before they went on. Ah, oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm I can't listening. think of their name anymore. It did a uh, Persona 3's music. Uh, Gosh, Troy, you know Lotus how, Juice. You know Lotus anyway. Juice. Lotus Juice. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, Terrell's fourth fourth choice one here is a uh, Stephanie Shea. Yes. She? she. Miss Sexy um, Stephanie Shea. <laughs> she, her, her, her notable roles, uh, roles are Hinata from Naruto. Or Hime from Bleach, Eraka from uh, Eraka Seven, Yui and Sword Art Online. The English versions, by the way. And yes, yeah, yeah. All the only one that wasn't English was is Toshio. The rest of them have all been English, been English castings. Uh, he also does Aerie and Bravely Default and Mikan and Danganronpa. The Jesus, what that game is like seventy dollars now. Airy from Bravely Default. Have you have you played Bravely Default? I have not. Game's fun, man. That's what I heard. I just couldn't get my hands on it by the time it was too late. I'm 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 excited. I mean my my excitement seems to be kind of killed down to the because I gotta work, but I am <laughs> I'm I am excited to. To, to to do these interviews, so definitely. Yeah, I, Robbie Draymond was was good from last year too. Robbie Damon. There it is. Who's also playing? Who's going to be the voice of new Spider-Man Peter Parker, and new Marvel's uh Mar- Disney XD's uh Spider-Man? <laughs> I don't like the animation of that show. It's just me. 
And last but not least, from Terrell's top five, well, second to last, mm. is Michelle Ruff. How can you not bark when you say that? I don't know. I feel like I she. I feel like that's. She's she's probably dealt with that all of her life, but she, um, as you know, she she does Rookie on Bleach, um, mm-hmm. Zoe on Digimon. Yoko from Gurren Lagann. Oh, she is Yoko. That she, plays, she is. She plays a character in Persona Five too. Oh, uh, the, so the teacher. Dio Kawakami. Kawakami. Is that yeah? Yo, Kawakami. Uh, <laughs> would it be would it be weird if we asked her to do uh, one of the um, relationship confidant things? With <laughs> I'm gonna stay away from you. Don't get me in trouble. Uh, she also does uh, Fujiko from Lupin the Third. Which one those? Oh, the new series. Okay, so she's Fujiko in the new series. Has to be. The other ones came out in the seventies. No, nah, I went that late. Because yeah. they because they also just did a um like a while back they did um Fujiko Mine a woman called Fujiko Mine where it was just like a solo thing. With like uh, Lupin and them like all around, so I'm just oh, I don't know. I don't know if she if she like overall she's Fujiko or, but <laughs> should be definitely gonna be interesting. And last but not least, um, is the, the band called Flow. But those that don't know, Flow has done quite a bit of um. Not no, a- I'm not rhyming. I just want to do that. They're they're quite notable for, you know, doing a lot of theme songs. Um, the most recent ones they did was, from what I can remember, if I don't know if this is recent recent, but they did the theme song to Tales of Berseria, and both opening, both opening songs to the Tales of Zestria TV show. I have it's, that was on like Funimation's wow. channel thing. I have that. I watched like the first episode, and it was like prequel to like where the game starts. Mm, no, am I wrong? Yep. Okay. And by the way, she does do Fujiko like for like every Lupin series. <clears throat> mm. uh, but for me, flow like when I first heard of them, I was this is back in my early uh, fourteen, fifteen. And Eureka, Eureka Seven was on Adult Swim, so that and that single days. That's when I first heard of him. Have you watched that in its entirety? Yes, I have. I I watched the first episode and I didn't know what the heck was going on. It was weird. I watched their um, I watched the second half of that too. That one was just confusing. I, I was like, just I got twenty four episodes and I was like, uh, I was not really, I wasn't really too happy with the second series. They also did um, Fighting Dreamers for Naruto. We all fighting dreamers. dreamers. Something, something, Mm -hmm. something, something, something. (laughs) Yep, I want to say that was the second opening. Uh, uh, No, that was like the third opening. Was it? Yeah, because the first one was was Rocks. Um. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll get back with you in a second. <laughs> I get right with you. 
and and, and um and they, they they have quite a no, uh, quite a history of I don't they know did, if that's just a they thing did one for they did one for bleach, but they've de- but they definitely known for uh for the the opening for Cole Geass. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely so, the third opening. Ah, thought it was the second. No, the, the second one. Is they also whatever. did. Um, they actually had they, had they they actually did quite a few for Naruto. They're like three or four songs. Yeah, they they had some stuff that transitioned into Shippuden too. Mm-hmm. They sing the song "Go." I think that I think that's the song. Yep. So so yeah, that that's like that's that's the band that I'm aware of. They have other ones here, but I have no idea who they are. Uh, you know, because for most of us, the only way you really hear about uh, Japanese bands are from watching anime and looking up theme songs and kind of stumbling upon it. Yeah, I'm just glad that we I actually like... got the the space to to actually go check them out. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully next weekend we we would definitely get to see all of them. Yeah. Ah. It only, it, then we write uh, another problem that pops up is like, well, I'm over here listening to a song in another language, and I don't, I already don't know the words because I didn't take the time to learn Japanese. We, yeah, we've definitely had like ten plus years to learn this language. No excuse. <laughs> and I feel like the older we get, the the more hard, the harder it's gonna be to put another language in our head. <laughs> I think I'm, at this point, it's more because that we're trained to read it. Yeah, and I you mean, would think that that would help. You know when you when you hear it, certain, it really certain key words stand out to you. Did you so you'll you'll know what they are. You know what I'm saying I could say I could say Nani all day and you're like oh yeah what everybody says Nani though yeah Nani Nanji Deska you know like and like <laughs> Nanji Deska um, Desu is actually just a something that only children say yeah you know it's not like uh, niggas running around saying Dati Bio and you're like what. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you what'd you say it's not it's a word like a bro desktop. like you look it up and it's like they said it means nothing Date Bio mm-hmm. is not a thing like why is he saying that <laughs> to the point where they uh, Date Bio became an actual fan sub group that got shut down because people were haters mm-hmm. but uh yeah but for me they're like my second favorite Japanese group yeah they're pretty cool um Maximum the Hormone <laughs> from uh, Death Note that do the uh, they do both they do What's Up People in the first song no they do the second opening you know what I'm talking about to what Death Note Death Note yeah they think they, they do both never watched it oh my god <laughs> you for real do I, uh, do I have to give you the story yeah because this here's a, and I was I was going to here's what happened I turned on Adult Swim one night and I'm like, I'm going to go watch some shows. What do I see? The last episode of uh, Death Note. I was like, well, I'm done. <laughs> Is it? I guess. It was I, mean, doing, I mean, you know how it, it ends. Doing this, yeah, but it was doing this weird phase where I kept walking into the end of everything. Almost, like At the point, I was like, well, I've already seen the ending, so there's no point in watching it. That would be a good comedy bit. Like You just keep you just keep walking in on the end of movies and TV shows. Like, God damn it. <laughs> That was like all of 2008 for me. Mm, mm, mm. I just kept, every time I walked somewhere up oh, into the movie, I was like, ah, into the TV, into the series. I'm like, yo, how do I keep doing this? I got, I got irritated. I was like, you know, screw it. 
No, that's like a I good say, show. this is my sec. That's what I hear. I just haven't watched it. But it's like I said, my second favorite band. My favorite my favorite band is Homie Kazaku. They were forever they were they were forever be my number one. Kazaku. What what song they sing? Uh they did the second opening to Eureka Eureka Seven. Um they also did was that Arigato for Bleach? The Bleach Bleach's ending song. Arigato. Man, which I'm, I can't remember which one. It... I have to pull it up because I actually have it out. It was at one point where I actually had like almost all their albums, and I lost all my J pop, bitch. Um, <laughs> you are dumb. <laughs> you no, know, man, I'm tired of being stereotyped. If it's like be the demographic for like anime and manga and Barnes Noble is Shonen like, Heart, that's what it was. It's like eighty percent black African American males. I'm like, I'm pretty sure more than black dudes come in here and buy manga from Barnes Noble. Like first of all, who's still buying manga from Barnes Noble? They do be having like that buy one get two free sale. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. And and the supposed stereotype that people was running through the hallways with the with the Naruto run crap that was going on. I was like, I never did that. <laughs> like, oh, my little brother did. <laughs> that was funny. I, I think I, I might have tried it just to see if it would work. Too. Like, does this work? Let me see. <laughs> did you have your helmet on? No. <laughs> you, 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 I don't play it safe. Oh, man. But, um, like I said, we're, I'm definitely excited. This is new territory for us. Uh, first time we're staying in the hotel. Um, you know, my man, my man, mm-hmm. my man, not, my man, not gonna shake the camera because we got a tripod. So, <laughs> you. We were, we were, man, I was working with what we had. Yeah, that's cool. I'm not mad. It still, it still worked out. Still came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you haven't seen any of those interviews from last Orcon, they're on our YouTube page. Um, you can also get to them from the around the geek dot com page. Uh. Warren has put a new uh, media player on the episode, so you can just go to the episodes and play it from there, which you can always do. But you can go to the episodes and play it from there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't have anything else to say about the upcoming Otacon other than I'm excited. Oh, and I'm trying to stay out of the deals room as much as possible. Hopefully, we get to go behind the scenes again. And uh, oh, that would be cool the- because this is a whole new area for me, so. I mean, this seems like uh, this this move seems like a good move for um, for Otakon in itself because the move to DC opens up a lot of new I'd say avenues. It, it opens it up to a lot more people be uh, coming. It's funny because of, um, hmm? I was going to say it's funny. Baltimore lost Otakon, which was definitely one of the biggest things that they had going um not only just for the hotels in the area but for the food chain stuff like that that was probably one of the biggest biggest weekend my man ice cold water he he i mean he makes his money off like the 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 game orioles games the ravens games stuff like that but i don't think it's nothing compared to what otakon was for real you said like kids that got excess money just blow (laughs) so i mean we still got brony con which i'm not attending and uh it's another one that they have like at a hotel that I'm not sure if they're still doing. And we still got Baltimore Comic Con. 
But other than that, I still don't think Which they. Weak. Yeah, it's it's not as strong as it could be. Like I said, that that con is particularly for if you just kind of want to just meet to the writers and artists. Um, it's not the mm-hmm. big, it's not the big entertainment thing that it is with San Diego and New York where you get tickets and you never get to see anything. But yeah, it, it should be cool. It should be cool. Yeah, but like I said, uh, yeah, but the move to DC is great for Otakon because it, it it opens the doors for a lot more people to come in. Because after that whole incident with uh, a couple years ago with Baltimore and the riots, which I'm not gonna get into that, but um, uh, it, it made a lot of people kind of not want to go to Baltimore. But because of how DC is located, DC is like the people riot every day. <laughs> Yeah, this is true. But Baltimore has a negative image about itself. DC does not. not so you got like a blending pot of various cultures around DC cause all the time. And like like the metro system is even easier to work with DC. So you you so and people will fall and it's like it's near the capital. You got a lot more landmarks to look at. Like you have all these people coming together, their food, DC has great food as well. And so on and so forth. And so this should uh, revitalize Otakon and like membership, like people uh, registering and because it's also a bigger venue. So you'll have a lot more people wanting to re- register for next year. Probably a lot more dealer, like a lot more dealers are going to be popping up this year and next year. You'll have a lot more panels to go to. Um, I was looking at it this year. It doesn't like this. It doesn't seem like it seemed like for the space they got, they should have a lot more going on. But I feel like people might be feeling it out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they're maximizing the the space in the rooms. So, I, I don't, yeah, I don't it, wanna... it, it's a lot of trial and error. This this year it's going to be a lot of trial and error. But so. you know, like I said, I, I I've I've been to that I've been to that convention center. I know I know how big it is. Um, and all I can say is, you we definitely we definitely not gonna have what we had at uh, the convention center where we're elbow in the elbow and every freaking time we go down the hallway because the hallways are that wide. So it's definitely gonna be yeah. space. I mean, that year the riots happened, we didn't have that problem at all. No, it was smooth <laughs> sailing. <laughs> like every room was open. It was great. It wasn't. It wasn't dead, but it was. It was definitely noticeable of a drop. Like I, I would put it like this: my first year. Going to Otakon, it was super crowded. Like everybody was in the way. That was the only year we paid. When did you start going? I paid. Huh? When did you start going? This will be my fourth year, so like 2013. Mm. Yeah, and um, like it was packed. And then the next year, Warren didn't go, and the riots happened, (laughs) and it died down after. Like. I was we were walking through. No, Warren no did go there. Yeah, I believe. Just... No, he didn't. Because Warren went last year. Warren didn't go the year before. Because he was talking about moving. Oh, okay. And stuff going on. And getting you know getting ready for the get getting ready to, uh, to 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 commit his life to his wife. Oh. But I know. We're getting ready for next year. And then, um, yep. I'm excited for freaking con. It's like the only vacation I get every year. So, well, I mean, I'm 
I'm not going to be able to go. I'm not going next year. I hey, take a break. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Save your money. Go to a different con. No, um, no not that. Like, my family reunion have always falls on the same weekend as Otakon. Well, stop going. Except stop planning one your family reunions in, uh, in August. I can't. I'm not in control of any. My family reunion has been doing this before Otakon started. Which is funny because they used Otakon. The dates were like July 1st, right? I don't know. That was one year. The one year like when was they end of July, so it keeps falling in like August. It does. Like there was one year, and when I did it, when I could, I went to Otakon and, and I went to my family reunion, but I haven't been that lucky since. Well, that's uh, I'm gonna have this thing on. That's all we had. Uh, you know where you know where to find us on AroundTheGeek.com. Like I said, don't forget to add us on that. Uh, Go ahead and click on that Amazon tab. Help us out some more. We appreciate the people that have been doing that. Um, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely uh, add us on Facebook and Twitter uh, at Around the Geek. You can find us on there. We actually respond to people's questions. Um, we do. We just, if you, well, if, I would like people if, to ask if you, more. If you're going to be going to Otakon, uh, like I said, we're going. I'm pretty sure everybody's going to have their Switch. I'm going to bring mine because I'm going to want to play with people. Uh, not sure if Warren's gonna bring it if he can get it out of his wife's hands for five minutes. He is because <laughs> she's been playing Zelda nonstop. He told me so. he's bringing his Switch. Oh, cool! We cool. Can get it on the Mario Kart. Well, anyway, did you have anything else you need to say? Oh no, I am all tapped out. Like I said, if you want to meet us at Otakon, give us a holler on one of those social medias, or if you know us, give us send us a text message. We will be there. And like I said, that's it for us. See you oh, next time. I'm sorry, what? Huh? What? Be there. Up and over. Yamo be there. And it got weird. Up and over. We're out. We're out. Seriously.